Next on BYU Sports Nation, ESPN and Fox pump the brakes on the Big 12, but will it actually slow down expansion? Jimmer Fredette is headed to China. What it means and your reaction. Plus, Michael Smith of Sports Business Journal. What's the chance the Big 12 does not expand? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We are live in Radio Vision, BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, Ah. Tuesday, August 2nd. Let's go. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with one of Channing Tatum's many stunt doubles, Jerem Jordan. Uh, Fortunately, I was not a stunt double for him in Foxcatcher, which does have a BYU connection to it. Or in Magic Mike, for that matter. Wow. <laughs> Surprised that one brought, got brought up. Hey, did you hear about this? Burnt Orange Nation. The University of Texas's SB Nation site offered opinions on what they think the Big 12 should do with expansion candidates. To quote from that article, the only school that makes any sense would be BYU. If Moneyball were a movie about Big 12 expansion, Brad Pitt would have said, there's BYU, then there's 50 feet of crap. Then there's the rest of the Big 12's options. There have been two comments now that I never thought might make it on this show, <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, of, Texas, you know, you would think like, oh, they don't want anything to, be with, to do with BYU. No, they certainly do. BYU is an obvious candidate. In fact, I'm not surprised or even shocked, you know, in any way when someone out there says BYU's the number one candidate. I'm more surprised when someone says they are not at this point. BYU has so much positive momentum. They continue, and this is really funny. Although the addition of BYU may mean Texas gets pounded into oblivion by a white dual-threat quarterback every year, in in parentheses, Taysom Hill hurtling Longhorn still gives me nightmares. Yeah, there's there's still some scar tissue there, I think, for Longhorn fans. These are Texas people. They saw firsthand twice what BYU's football program is capable of. So, yeah, it shouldn't be that, uh, that much of a surprise, right? It's not a surprise. None of what you just told me is a surprise. But it's fun. It's still fun. It's but still it's really fun. fun. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. According to David Pick, Jimmer Fredette has agreed to sign in China with the Shanghai Sharks. The Sharks, by the way, are owned by Yao Ming. Now, I've learned that the deal isn't done, but he's agreed to sign. So they're still figuring out the deets there. But we put out a poll question earlier this morning because we thought – should we talk about Jimmer Fredette or should we talk about something with the Big 12, right? So we put out a poll question, and it was 71% Big 12. So in the spirit of that, uh, out of 418 votes, by the way, we're going to go to a Twitter question for Jimmer, and we'll talk about the Big 12 later. Mm. So we'll do both. Today's yeah, Twitter yeah. question is people have spoken. What's your reaction to reports that Jimmer Fredette will sign in China at mprobert33? Sharknado 5 stars Jimmer. <laughs> Shanghai Sharknado. S- NATO, five. <laughs> I get it. Big 12 is the topic du jour, but James Taft, the consolation prize of the Twitter question. Send in your responses. At Milton underscore rat, not playing in the NBA doesn't mean he's not an amazing player. You have to go where the money is, and there is money in China. Now, remember, Taylor Sander is going to, from Italy to China as well to play professional volleyball. So, yeah, there's, there's some Benjamins hanging out in China. So that's, that's cool for Jimmy. That will certainly be different. Uh, than, say, what we thought he might do, which is Europe. There's, trust me, he's going for a quality situation. 
Uh, and there have been former NBA guys that have played on this exact team, the Shanghai Sharks, although they did finish 11th in the league last year. Hey, Jeremy, your good friend Dennis Pitt is back in the news. Dennis! Sprained his finger in a practice scuffle yesterday. I don't think uh, Dennis is much of a fighter, uh, but maybe he just had to defend somebody. I don't know. Head coach John Harbaugh said Pitt will be out for a while. Joe Flacco, his quarterback and one of his best friends, also called it a baby injury, <laughs> referencing that, yeah, he got his little injury so that he can sit out of camp for a week Listen, or he's so. he's a vet. He doesn't need to sweat it on August 2nd, man. <laughs> it's a 17-week season. Sports Illustrated tabs Taylor Sander of USA Volleyball as a young star to watch in the Rio Olympics, saying he could be the key to the United States beating Brazil and winning gold. Now, that's interesting. The first game is Sunday against Canada for Team USA in the Olympics. The Olympics, uh, the opening ceremony is Friday. Taylor Sander was a stud two years ago out of BYU, won MVP in the uh, World League and everything. That was awesome. The, the last couple of matches... He wasn't necessarily the starter. They've been kind of working in um, some other guys, Thomas Jaski, Aaron Russell, as well as Matt Anderson. So he's definitely in the mix. I expect him to start, and that'll be fun to watch. For me, that's destination viewing. Like, I'm going to watch every game of Team USA. The Olympics are destination viewing. Uh, Most of it, yeah, not all of it. Like, you know, like the uh, 1,600-meter semis, I'm probably not watching. That's running at 1 a.m. Central time. Luckily, it's Rio, (laughs) so it's only three hours difference from us. Uh, Jacob Brugman went two for three with an RBI triple and a run scored for the AAA Nashville Sound. Continuing a superlative season in the AAA ranks. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Slow down, Turbo. On the heels of a Sports Business Journal article released yesterday, the general Big 12 headline for several sports media outlets today is Pump the Brakes on Expansion. We know ESPN and Fox are not happy and are, from that article, digging in their heels. To quote, Absent a conference channel, the only other way for the Big 12 to significantly grow revenue in the near term is to add schools and activate that pro rata clause in its media contracts. That kind of cash grab, sources say, is rubbing ESPN and Fox the wrong way because any new schools would not carry the profile of most Power 5 schools, which is what the networks are paying for. They have an understandable beef, because if you add four schools that are not traditional Power 5 programs, yeah, it's not going to be destination viewing, to go back to what we were just talking about. So, that said, with this front that they put out, and there's no coincidence that it happened yesterday, is there any shot that Big 12 expansion now won't happen at all? I don't think so. I think the Big 12 is expanding, although they've done, said everything but exactly that. They're exploring expansion, right? Uh, conference, what was it? Conference, what was it? I can't even yeah, remember I, I can't what remember they the, called it. Yeah, they, they will, exp- in my opinion, the Big 12 will expand. It's uh, conference composition. Composition, It's two teams yes. or four teams, right? Basically, ESPN and Fox are saying, just go two. That's what it sounds like. And we'll talk to Michael Smith. Smith, co-author of the Sports Business Journal article from yesterday on the show coming up in the next segment. So stay tuned. I believe that the Big 12 will expand and it still will be before the season starts. This just may slow it down a touch because Fox and ESPN may go into some negotiation. Well, we know they're negotiating with the conference right now to figure out the best best situation in the short and long term. This is a negotiation ploy, 100%. It was well-timed. It was calculated. 
There's a reason that the Sports Business Journal got that article. Yeah, why didn't ESPN and Fox break the story about ESPN and Fox? Like, if there was something about BYU TV in here, we would hope that we would be the first, Sure, right? yeah. Not somebody else. So why is that the case? That's something that we can talk to Michael Smith about as well. And this, this is not the former BYU great. We just want to point that out in <laughs> basketball. Not that Michael Smith. <laughs> A negotiation ploy just to make people think and stop. And does do, do, the, do the TV entities now have any sort of say in which way the Big 12 goes with expansion? Oh, will, they, will, will their opinions be heard and validated? This is something that I don't know anything about. But the people with money can say things and get influence, right? They can lobby. They can persuade. They can influence because they hold the power. Money equals power. So, yes, ESPN and Fox can talk to the Big 12. And the Big 12 would be crazy not to at least listen to what they're saying. Why would you want to tick off ESPN and Fox just for some dough so in seven or eight years you're out of luck with uh, TV contracts? You can get less money or no money from them and have to look elsewhere at CBS or maybe even NBC. The whole idea of Big 12 expansion with how it has developed and how it has just taken over college sports right now is fascinating to me. And what does this, I mean, what, what happens because of yesterday's news? Does it even alter anything? Is it too late? Is the snowball too huge and already so far down the hill that ESPN and Fox saying this won't make any difference? I don't know. It could alter it and make it so that maybe only two teams are added right now and not four. And that would be a big deal, right? That would be a big deal because two other teams wouldn't get in. That's a lot of dough. Like we, we broke it down yesterday, 20 mil per school per year. And if expansion teams come in, they get that too, although the conference can say, okay, BYU in 2017, if they're in. You get a quarter you, you get of a your quarter share. or half or whatever they figure out, right? And then the rest of the schools uh, make that up. The point of all of this is money, right? We'd like to think that it's fun and entertainment. The point of all of this is to make money. It's a business. The Big 12 even, wants money. Even though the students don't get paid. Another subject for another day. But if the Big 12 wants to get paid, they can expand up to four and tick off ESPN and Fox. Or... They could go back to the drawing board, try and create a network. Is there even uh, demand for such? That can get you a ton of money. Ask the SEC network. Uh, ask the Big Ten ne- network. Don't ask the Pac-12 network, FYI. Oh. But, the, but the conference championship game will net you 20 to 30 mil as well. Memphis and FedEx are trying to make sure that they know that that's the case, the Big 12 that is, as well. Maybe this has no effect at all. We will see in the coming days. The Big 12 has made it clear we want to expand soon and before the college football season. Correction to something we said yesterday, by the way. There's a game in August. It's Cal and Hawaii in oh, Australia. Oh, that's this right. This month, baby! We, Woo! we meant in the continent, in oh, sorry, the, uh, in uh, North America. In North America, man. I, Not down under. <laughs> Are they playing Aussie rules? That'd be awesome where they hit the ball and the kickoff is where they bounce it straight up in the air. Have you watched Australian rules football? Yes, I have. Fantastic. It is fun. It is really entertaining. Squirrel. Still have no idea what is actually happening. I need to look into that some more. Uh, okay, back to this Big 12 conversation. <laughs> Jake Trotter of ESPN put out an interesting article about leverage yesterday. Texas is the big dog, obviously. We know that, right? Everybody knows Texas holds the power. They're the steer. But Oklahoma is in an interesting position because David Bourne, the president of OU, is the head of the expansion committee and has been the foremost voice in expansion as, for the Big 12. Yeah. Okay, So he's 
he has some leverage as well because Oklahoma is an attractive partner for potentially other conferences. They could blow this up when the TV contract ends. Absolutely. So they have a voice. Texas isn't the only one saying, hey, we're going to dictate what happens. Oklahoma could blow it up. They feel like they have more power because, one, they've, they've taken it to Texas last couple of years with the exception of last year, and they were a Final Four team in football and basketball. So certainly they have some sway in this. Listen, Oklahoma and, can, and Texas could blow up the Big 12 if they wanted. But what, Texas, is in, they, Texas is not leaving anytime soon. They have $15 million bucks a year coming in from ESPN for the Longhorn Network. They're not leaving that. For the next 15 years, that's 225 They're, million reasons to stay. This just in. That's a lot of cabbage, okay? They're going to stay in the Big 12. Oklahoma, meanwhile, if they don't get what they want, who knows, right? It, it's all about these TV contracts. So when ESPN and Fox come and they say, hey, we have an issue, you have to listen. You would be an idiot not to to listen to that much money. The good news for BYU is Oklahoma has long been rumored to want BYU in the Big 12 because they are the strongest traditional football program. So do it. So invite them. Let's go. <sighs> first what are we first. waiting on? First things first, Jerem. Well, maybe it won't be first things first. <laughs> what happens first? Is it expansion or does BYU play an actual football game? Countdown to the Wildcats. 32 days. This is not a coincidence. The day that his jimmerness signs and makes the news, it's 32 days. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you serious right now? Number 32 at BYU? Wow. Oh, was it meant to be? Shanghai Sharks. <laughs> I just keep thinking about Sharknado. <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see Jimmer play for the Shanghai Sharks. Can we get a Jimmer Shanghai Shark jersey? BYU opens their Pac-12 South run in 32 days. <laughs> Coming up, big deal, no deal. BYU recruiting ranked ahead of Ohio State and Alabama. What? But first, Sports Business Journal writer Michael Smith. Does he believe the Big 12 is close to an expansion announcement? Roll Tide. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We know in media there are tons of options for on-demand content. BYU TV has on-demand content as well. Any show that's on BYU TV that you want to watch, you can, you can see it on demand, especially BYU Sports Nation, of course, on the BYU TV app. It's free. Check it out. Our Twitter question today, what's your reaction to reports that Jimmer Fredette will sign to play in China for the Shanghai Sharks, Yao Ming's team? At Dallas Varner says, would be lying if I said I wasn't a little upset but he will ball up big time there. And that's part of the deal. You, BYU fans were hoping that he'd get another shot in the NBA, hope to excel. Um, that, that year is probably over, right? But going to China, one, he's going to get paid, and then two, hopefully he puts up buckets. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline as we switch back to Big 12 conversation is Michael Smith of Sports Business Journal. Michael, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, how do I get a Shanghai Sharks T-shirt? We were just wondering that. We want to start the Jimmer Fredette like jersey collection, and we want to add that one to it for sure. So we'll, we will look into that for for you. Can we get the games on the BYU TV network? <laughs> hey, we're working on working on it as we speak right now. Michael, you were obviously a huge contributor to yesterday's article in SBJ about ESPN and Fox pushing back on Big 12 expansion. So let's start with this. What kind of chance exists that the TV partner news would cause the Big 12 to not expand at all? 
My sense is that even though the Big 12 has been very public about saying that they're looking at uh, expansion by two teams, expansion by four teams, or, uh, you know, that there could be the possibility that they won't expand at all, you know, they, they've certainly been focused on the expansion model versus staying at 10 teams. So in my mind, yeah, I, I would probably lean a little bit more toward uh, the idea of staying at 10 teams than has been you know, reported just because of the pressure they're getting from ESPN and Fox to uh, to consider that. So I would I would put no expansion, two teams and four teams, kind of on on equal footing as Bob Bowlesby goes through the process of vetting all the expansion candidates. Michael, what makes you feel like ESPN and Fox uh, would have that much sway to where the Big Twelve wouldn't expand at all? Well, because uh, they're the one that writes the check. To the Big 12 every year for you know uh, over the term of 13 years for 2.6 billion dollars. Um, one of the things I think, you know, at least the feedback that we're hearing from from the networks is that they're not uh, not really involved in the process at all, and uh, they feel like it's it's kind of uh, you know we we we've used the you know the word the phrasing money grab or cash grab a little bit. You know, the Big 12 is motivated because they need to grow revenue. So they're adding a conference championship football game. They're looking to expand, which they believe will generate more uh, revenue, as stipulated in their contract with ESPN and Fox. Um, the concern coming from the networks is that this is, you know, or, or is the Big 12 really making itself stronger by expanding, or are they watering down the product a little bit? And so I think that's the concern for. ESPN and Fox as they look at how they go about, you know, broadcasting and, and trying to, you know, commercially exploit the, the games that they have on. When you look at the potential expansion candidates, obviously a lot of BYU fans feel like this program has a lot to offer financially with its national following and worldwide following in a lot of cases. Are they a moneymaker or a potential moneymaker for the Big 12? I mean, would they add value to the Big 12 if they decided to add BYU? I think the BYU fans are, are right to think that they're, you know, a, a leader in the clubhouse, so to speak. Uh, you know, there's, the, it, to me, BYU checks a lot of boxes in terms of the fan base, the, the market, the competitive success. You know, maybe the one, one you know, just from an optic standpoint, the one drawback might be that the BYU coach left to go to Virginia, which is, you know, certainly not among the better Power Five jobs in the country. Now he might turn it into that, but uh, um, probably just from an optic standpoint, that doesn't look really good. But you know, I, I would say in, in every other way, the you know, I would say Brigham Young definitely checks more boxes than any of the other competitors. I think the question, you know, if, if you're again, if you're looking at this through a TV lens, you know, does the Big Twelve better itself necessarily by going west versus north versus east or southeast um you know i i would say that uh you know again with the following that byu has I, the, the cougars would be at the top of the, the list on that when you look at the the landscape and the opportunities that are there the big 12 ultimately wants to be able to make more money and if and stay uh you know uh, the Big 12 forever without getting picked. So do you feel like ESPN and Fox have that big uh, sway in uh, saying, okay, we want you to do none or maybe two, but not four to where the Big 12 would go? Okay, we will listen. 
So, you know, what we've been hearing, you know, I wrote this story with John Oran. John covers the media side of things. I cover the the colleges, so, you know, the conferences, the schools, the, you know, the CFP, the NCAA. And so what we had been hearing for a few weeks was, you know, that there was some, some pushback that was starting to come from the networks. And so as we, you know, kind of he reported on his sources, I reported with my sources, and over the course of the last, you know, I'd say two to three weeks, kind of came back to the same place of, you know, this is, this is maybe not the slam dunk that we think it that we think it might be, or um, you know, there there might be some complications here. And so the phrasing that we kept hearing, especially last week, was, you know, the spirit of the deal. Now, if if you take the the Big Twelve contract with ESPN and Fox as it's literally written, yes. The conference can expand, and it would expect what what they call pro rata increases. So, if ESPN and Fox are basically paying twenty million dollars a year per school for its TV deal, then you know adding a school would be another twenty million dollars a year. Adding four schools would be another eighty million dollars in revenue a year. Um, and I think ESPN and Fox are like, wait a second, that that's not the spirit of the arrangement that the, that we agreed on. The, the you know the, that clause is in is is in the contract because if the Big Twelve expands, then that that money is there to keep the current members whole so that they wouldn't have to take less money and you know until the next T V deal is is negotiated. And I think also that you know, maybe from a a partnership standpoint, there's kind of a sense of ESPN and Fox that they basically kept the Big Twelve together in 2010, when the Pac-12 was, or back then the Pac-10 was making its raid on Texas and Oklahoma, and those schools were very close to going to the Pac-10 at that time, um, I, I think the ESPN and Fox, or you know, might have had their feelings hurt a little bit that you know the Big 12 is is out to expand at, at whatever cost, and there's little consideration for what the networks did to hold the league together six years ago. Is that valid or not? You know, everybody can make up their own mind on that. I don't know. There is loyalties and politics absolutely involved. And quite frankly, I understand why ESPN and Fox uh, would be upset about something like this. If it comes down to the fact that the Big 12 is going to put their head down and expand anyway, do you think it makes more sense, given what you know, to expand by two or four teams? Well, you know, like we talked about before, I think I think BYU is is one that I would I would look to. Um, you know, if if you look at the schools that have been elevated from outside the Power Five into the Power Five, the two that I think of are Utah and TCU. You you can make the argument that you know, and the Big Twelve should make this argument that you know, look at what. Uh, has happened to these schools. Look at their profile. Look at their revenue. I, I'm pretty sure Utah's annual revenue has gone from something like 30 million a year to about over 70 million a year during its time in the Pac-12. Um, certainly, you can look at TCU's football program, which was you know strong before, but has really elevated and has you know become one of the the uh, top football programs in the Big 12. Not to mention you know probably the baseball program in the Big 12, and so. The Big 12 certainly would be uh, justified in holding these schools up as examples of, you know, with this platform, look at what can happen. 
and uh, and I think that's that's a, a good case can be made for that platform taking an already strong competitive program like BYU and elevating it. Um, to me, the difference between BYU and most of the other schools being considered is that BYU owns its footprint. You know, Memphis does not own its footprint. The SEC and Tennessee do. Um, Cincinnati does not own its footprint. It, you know, Ohio State does. Central Florida does not own its footprint. You know, the Gators and the Seminoles do. So, if you're the Big Twelve, how does that? How do you add all that together? You know, given that you know, in a, in a lot of ways, the Cincinnati might make sense, but do you really want a school that is is second in its own hometown? And so, th- these are all things we're going to have to think about. So, I would probably lean more toward two because of of the of these considerations. Um, but if you go forward, do you go South Florida and Central Florida to to hit hard in in, in that new market? Uh, these are all things that Bob Bowlesby's got to figure out with his president. Michael, let's say the Big 12 decides, like you mentioned, that there's a possibility, hey, they just stay at 10, they don't expand. Do you think that they'd be picked from? That's one of the fears, I think, from the league, is that in 2024 when the uh, TV contract's up, that all of a sudden maybe the Big 12 gets picked from and it's not uh, the same kind of conference. Well, if the Big 12 moves forward with expansion, I think there is certainly an, a, a, a chance where in 2024-25, Texas looks around and, saying, and says, we're in the same league with Cincinnati and West Virginia. We're in the same league with Central Florida, whoever, whoever it ends up being. Um, I think, and, and if they've expanded and done so at the expense of the relationship with ESPN and Fox and they don't have the support of the two biggest players in the college media space in, in nine years, then... You know what? What will that mean for the conference? And I think what this Big Twelve expansion talk has done is put put some futuristic conversations back on the table about what our conference is going to look like in ten years. Um, and is there the potential that that the Power Five, you know, relooks, you know, again ten years down the road, relooks at the idea of of doing their own thing and having a sixty-four, seventy-two team national conference, you know. A, a larger version of the NFL for its football, and that's where it's really important for you know for a BYU to to, to be in the mix now is because you want to get on that tier, you want to get in that collection so that you're 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 you know, it's like membership, you know, it's being part of an exclusive club, so that if that day comes, you're in it as opposed to trying to get in it. Captivating stuff. Michael Smith of Sports Business Journal with us on BYU Sports Nation. We appreciate the insight into a story that I feel changes every day, Michael. And so I know a lot of BYU fans are hoping that the Big 12 calls BYU's number, but uh, there is certainly the chance, at least from what you've told us, that that might not happen. Well, I think there's a really good chance that the Big 12 does move forward with the expansion that the BYU's name does get called. But I, I do think that, you know, it, it has to be considered. You know, you know, staying at ten teams is, is a scenario that has to be considered, and I, don't, I wouldn't say it's totally removed from the table yet. You know, again, going back to the to the story about what's going on with their network partners. Michael, thank you for the time, and uh, we look forward to how this story develops. Thank you.
Michael Smith on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Wow. How about how about that? So he he thinks, yeah, that they will expand and it could be too, right? But he he threw out and that's why we got him on today. We want to look at all angles of these stories and, and almost all stories, right? Um, that the possibility exists that the Big 12 doesn't expand. I don't think that that will happen. I feel like they will expand. But he's saying that ESPN and Fox have a very important opinion. And they have a lot of sway. Which we just told you as well. I thought they'd have sway, but I thought, well, maybe it's too far along the line that it just doesn't matter. He's telling us that it absolutely does matter. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, more reaction to that interview and your Twitter responses. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Get social, people. Follow us on BYU, uh, at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and on Snapchat, use BYUSN. We just talked to Michael Smith of Sports Business Journal. If you missed that interview, download the podcast. Why he thinks that the Big 12, staying at 10 teams should still be considered a very real possibility. And how much weight do ESPN and Fox really have in that conversation? Download the podcast. Fascinating stuff. I don't think that's going to happen, but do you know how ticked BYU fans would be if they didn't expand at all? Do or you know if BYU's not invited? Do you know how much oh, backlash the Big 12 would take after all of this if they didn't expand? They did not say they will expand, but it sure feels like they're going to, right? It's made July and August fun for us, I'll tell you that, at a minimum. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. According to David Pick, Jimmer Fredette has agreed to sign in China with the Shanghai Sharks. That's Yao Ming's team, and there is a ton of money to be had in China. More on your reaction about Jimmer coming up. Dennis Pitta sprained his finger in a a practice scuffle yesterday. Dennis! Dennis. He wasn't known as a fighter growing up. Uh, (laughs) Head coach John Harbaugh says Pitta will be out for a little while. So basically it's August 2nd. Dennis wants to rest. He gets in a scuffle. He can just hang out for a week or two. That's what his quarterback said. He had his baby injury. Now he's got some time off. What's a baby injury? I don't know. Like you bite your tongue? A sprained finger? (laughs) Sports Illustrated tabs Taylor Sander of USA Volleyball as a young star to watch in the Rio Olympics saying he could be the key to the United States beating Brazil in Rio and winning gold. They uh, first play Sunday against Canada, the Great North. Jacob Brugman went two for three. <laughs> that was awkward. Jacob Brugman went two for three with an RBI triple and a run scored for the AAA Nashville Sounds. I just watched Ghostbusters the other day, and I saw Rick Moranis, so I started thinking about Strange Brew. So it threw me off. <laughs> I want to apologize to everyone. Squirrel! <laughs> if you haven't Holy seen it, you're cow. so lost. Holy cow. Anyway. Before we get into your responses to our Twitter question today about one James Taft Fredette, we bring up our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Jim Fredette averaged six points per game in his NBA career. I can guarantee he's going to average at least uh, triple that in China. At, at least, least triple? Oh, yeah. I oh, think he'll average more than that, don't you? I said at least, man. Okay. That gives me room. Go four times, man. Bold or go home. I've been bold, and I've been burned <laughs> on this show. 17 plus. Yeah. Shave my hand, man. Yeah, I, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired of getting burned. What's your reaction to reports that Jimmer Fredette will sign to play in China? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. All right, at wise underscore guy. How long is it going to take before they put up a statue for him? Here? In China. Oh, in China. 
one season. <laughs> does Yao Ming have one? If he doesn't, it might be a while, right? At BYU underscore undefeated. A little bummed out, to be honest. He really has NBA talent, work ethic, and leadership. That's what's kind of the other angle of this. Yeah. It's kind of sad because today is the white flag is waved on his NBA career, probably, right? Most likely. But he can still make money, excel, have a great time, have a great life, right, outside uh, the U.S. We would have hoped that he would have had a better NBA career, but he gave it the he gave it his best shot. And then there's the per 36 minutes stat Here that was go. brought up before the show, which is I can't remember who who you brought it up. I don't man. I don't remember the dude, but yeah, there was there was a per 36 meaning if you played your if you played 36 minutes. 36, he was like fifth best in uh, you know certain categories of three point percentage and free throw percentage and and whatnot. Dana Barrows led that, but there were like Steve Nash, Mark uh, Stephen Curry, Shrimp, uh, all these guys were on that. Yeah, he he didn't get the chance. He played five years, had a shot, gave it his best. Now he's gonna go get paid in China. I think there's nothing wrong with that. At CJ Hershey, that he's a lucky guy to make a lot of money playing a game most of us would play for free. Yeah, I play every Tuesday night for free. I'd love to go to China and play, <laughs> get paid. That's does not it, my life. Does it always have to be about you and Tuesday nights? It's all, it's all about <laughs> Tuesday nights. It is Tuesday, <laughs> so I'm getting mentally ready to get buckets tonight. At Llama Cherry, I'd be really bummed to not see Jimmer playing here in the States, but if it's what's best for Jimmer, I'd be happy. There you go. Yeah, pe- people want what, people want Jimmer to excel, right? You will see Jimmer highlights. In our day and age, it doesn't matter that it's in China. Yes. You will see Jimmer Fredette highlights. They have the internet, so yeah, we're going to see some highlights. And we're only 32 days away until BYU in Arizona. I think that coincidence is uh, not a coincidence. At Cougar Boys, anger towards the NBA, pride for Jimmer, and despair for myself over not being able to buy an airline ticket to China. Hashtag help. Listen, BYU and China, there's more connections there, right? Um, I think uh, Taylor Sanders is going to play in China. Chad uh, Lewis can be your translator? The women, Yeah, there you go. The women's volleyball team just went to China. I think the men's volleyball team is hoping to maybe go there you know, soon. So BYU and China, more at, of a connection. At Cisco Rue answering the Twitter question of what's your reaction to reports that Jimmer Fredette will sign to play in China. He is getting paid, so I'm happy for him. Plus, he is above the D-League in talent. So it really wasn't helping him. He's in this weird category where he's too good for the D-League and he's really good in the Summer League, but... But not good enough to get playing time in the NBA. Regular minutes in the NBA. Right. He averaged like 13 minutes a game over his career in the NBA, by the way. Played in 235 games out of a possible... 400 and Yeah, a little over 400. So a little over 50%, but... I mean, we just want Jimmer to have a good time, and he said he rediscovered his confidence and that mojo, if you will, playing in the D-League because he got to be himself, and he'll get to be himself in China. He's not the first uh, you know, ex-NBA guy to go over to China and make some coin. I believe didn't Meta World Peace go over there and play? Did Stefan Marbury started his own shoe line? J.R. Smith is back from China um, and excelling in the league. Now, I did I'm not sure Jimmer will get another shot in the NBA, but what if he goes over to China and averages 30 a game and gets another look? Who knows? He could play in the summer league next year again for an NBA team. We'll see. I love that you just brought up Meta World Peace. In our okay, day and age, run our test. In our day and age, that that is the name of a professional basketball player. Meta World. This Peace. This is a story from like five years ago, man. I know. Ago, it I know still it's cracks still, me up it's still every music. time. We should mention that Brandon Davies did sign a contract uh, with a team in Monaco in the top French league as well. So he's going to be in Europe. Tyler Haas playing in Spain. He'll stay in Europe. In the top, so the league that Tyler Haas plays in is the next best league to the NBA. That's the be- next best league in Spain. 
Then you have the top French league for Brandon Davies. He's been playing in uh, France and Italy. There are other guys out there. Luis Lemmies has been playing forever, I think, in Brazil. Uh, Lee Kamard's been in Belgium. Charles Abuo's been playing. So there are guys out there playing. Hafa Araujo might still be playing. Did you say yeah. Jonathan Tavernari? And Jonathan Tavernari, <laughs> who's going to kill could, me if he hears this part. How can we leave him on, off in the Italy. list, Jerem? Yeah, dual citizen. JT, man. <laughs> JT for three. At baller underscore BYU. Jaws four, because Jimmer is about to eat up China and will make it rain. The Sharks, <laughs> you following that? Yes, okay. yes, All yes. Right. I okay. got it. All right. I'm just making sure you're following that, slash, that train of thought. Slash Jaws from uh, James Bond. Anybody? No? No, they're crickets. <laughs> he's from. He's also in Happy Gilmore. And guy. in Happy Gilmore, that's right. I what believe are you, too you good left for your home? iron shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Up next on BYU Sports Nation, four-time Olympic medalist carries the torch in Rio. Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. If you happen to miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation live, not to worry. You can watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern or in 117 other ways. On demand using the BYU TV app. It's free. Download it today on uh, your device. Chances are uh, there's a BYU TV app on it. That may be an approximate 117. Yeah. yeah it we'll, may or we'll may see. not. Hey, we yeah. just got a tweet in, Jerem. In one, reference one, to that was it. In Come reference on. to your prediction that Jimmer will average at least three times as much as he did in the NBA, which was six That's a points. real shot in the dark, 18 a game in China. So at BYUFan 1995 says, if Fredette averages less than 18 points per game, Jerem has to shave his head again. No, I'm not <laughs> doing anything with shaving my head. That was an eyesore for all of us. It really was. Let's get Spencer to shave his head. <laughs> I didn't walk myself into that corner, and or I never will. Shave your back or something. Who knows? I never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shave your left arm hair. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could do that. Let's do something with one of your eyebrows. No. Steps. Let's, not, let's, let's do not, steps in your eyebrows. Steps that would in the be eyebrows. awesome, dude. Whoop, whoop, That'd be whoop, sick, bro. <laughs> now we're all making money, bro. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Who's uh, with me? <laughs> Jeremy. Not happening. Not happening. Hey, you know what it, we, What we should do right now? We should play Big Deal, No Deal. Big Deal. No Deal. Brought to you by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States. For over 65 years, Brady Industries clean solutions, a tradition for generations. Number one. You guys have been talking about it, but let's find out. Is it a big deal or no deal? Jimmer Fredette signs with Yao Ming Shanghai Sharks. The last time we asked whether there were it was a big deal or no deal regarding a former BYU player. Uh, that said player didn't like my answer. So I'm going to make sure that player likes my answer. Big deal. I'll go big deal. Here, <laughs> here's the answer why. Because he's getting paid. I wish that Jimmer would get a legit shot in the NBA. Five seasons didn't happen. It's all good, right? Make some money in China. Have some fun. Maybe uh, get some endorsements. Live overseas. Have a different kind of life. It's fun. They, Jimmer and Whitney don't have kids yet. They can see the world. It'll be great. This is a big deal because Jimmer is going to continue his professional basketball career and make a significant amount of money. I'd love to know exactly how much. He's we setting, believe it's seven figures. He's setting up his family for generations to come. Seriously. Like, he can yeah, make a great. ton of money. This is a big deal for him. For the little Jimmers. Disappointing? Absolutely it's disappointing because he wanted to make it in the NBA, but he still fulfilled his dream of playing in the NBA, and now he gets to go make some good coin there you go. across the pond. Number two. 
Big Deal, No Deal, 24-7 Sports ranks BYU's 2018 football class. Signing oh, class at number eight ahead of Ohio State and Alabama. Hashtag championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You have the massive blue goggles on. Listen, goggle through the alert. blue goggles, blue it's goggle a big deal. Alert. But in blue reality, I'll go no deal. Here's blue why. It's so early. It's so early, like annoyingly early, to even really discuss this. I tweeted this out yesterday. I just thought it was interesting. Here's why. They, you're just barely getting some of those commits out, right? BYU in that list had zero fives, zero fours, and three threes. Three threes gets you to number eight? It's just really early. Now, if this is the case in, like, January of 2018, now we're talking. Here's the thing about this, though. The BYU recruiting philosophy has totally changed. They are going after big-time players very early, and that's... It sounds silly that they didn't do that earlier. But they weren't. Doesn't, doesn't it? They it, like, weren't Why doing wouldn't you this. do that? They're trying to get BYU on these individual players' radars early so that they can go back to the, hey, we were with you from the beginning. Come yeah. play at BYU. Yeah. I love the philosophy. I think this is a big deal. Because it means the philosophy has changed. Now, the fact that they're number eight right now, no, that, that's no deal. And that's but, what we're talking about. But the philosophy change, I think that is a big deal. Number so, three. So no deal? Because, okay, oh, never mind. Goodness. Number three. <laughs> big deal, no deal. Baltimore Ravens tied in and part-time BYU Sports Nation co-host Dennis Pitta sprains his finger in a practice scuffle. He has never co-hosted the show. I want to make sure that's clear. He's been a guest on this show. I'll go no deal because Dennis is a vet. He knows what he's doing. He's a pro's pro, and he wants to just sit out like a week with his sprained finger. <laughs> and he'll drag around his little Ravens blanket like, uh, is it Linus on PS? Yes. yes. Yeah. This yeah. is a big deal because Dennis doesn't have to run around in that awful humidity in Baltimore. <laughs> You get some time off, man. So, yeah, it stinks that you hurt your finger, but you got some time off. He's got his baby injury that Joe Flacco put out there. <laughs> what does that mean? He gets some time oh, off. He'll come back injury. be fresh, ready to go. Dennis, well played, man. Come Big on, deal. Dennis. Big deal, number four. Big deal, no deal. Houston's special announcement <laughs> was a partnership for official team gear and a team shop. Houston, you stink. <laughs> no deal. We knew that it wasn't going to be special, and we mocked it last week. Houston, you have a problem. Classic. Yes. No deal. No deal. <laughs> that was the special announcement. Do you even know what special is? Unless it's a Big 12 invite, you can't tease that. How does Houston's fan base feel collectively right now about this special announcement? And they didn't put it out yesterday that it was, hey, this is the special announcement. They just yes. kind of announced it because of the backlash that poured forth when they put out those two words last week. Know, know when you're announcing something and understand the context around it. Yeah. Don't, don't. Listen, just announce things. Why do we have to be like, hey, we're going to announce something and it's super special in like five days. It's a tease. Just announce. It's a tease. And you then, want, you and then want fans, people to watch. Then fans' imaginations go wild. Just and then you disappoint. So just <laughs> announce. Just announce. If you want to tease, qualify it heavily. Qualify those Yeah, things. like the other day on Friday, we had breaking news. What did I say? This is not about the Big 12. I wish it was. But, but it's we have still some breaking, breaking news. news. Yeah. Qualified. Understand what's happening. See, see the big picture. Like on Monday, had we found out like, oh, they opened a team shop and signed a partnership, I'd be like. Is that a special announcement? Oh, it's. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> that, like, that's it. I don't even like that tweet if I'm a Houston fan. I don't even like it. You scroll past it. You don't I even go, read that tweet. Next. Next. Oh, it's funny. Number five. Now, I didn't do well in math, but this one doesn't make any sense. Be a, be a big deal, no deal. AAC Commissioner Mike Oresco has called his conference part of the Power Six? Uh, I'll take false for 400, Alex. They are not. You recall the Big East used to be part of the six conferences. We didn't call them Power Six. There was another name. I, I can't remember. Anyways, that went away. The AAC is not one of the Power Six. Get out of here. But Jeremy, the Big have, 12 wants all of their teams. You don't have an auto bid from the AAC to a near six game. The group of five do. That is five conferences. They're not part of the Power Six. You can call and say whatever you want about yourself. You know what's the most validating? What other people say about you, not you about yourself. Here's the thing. I like Mike Oresco. He's a really nice guy. He's and he's, he's really good at his job. But in terms of calling his conference part of the Power Six, no deal. It's the Power Five. Like, I'll go so far as to say this. Is BYU a Power Five team? No, they're not in a Power Five conference. Are they a Power Five equivalent in scheduling? Yes. Yes. There's B a difference. BYU and Notre Dame are more of their own Power Five teams and in independents than the AAC is. Come on. Well, I, I wouldn't put BYU and Notre Dame in the same category in terms of power, right? BYU has some work to do. BYU is... They could easily be a Power 5 team and hang and be like in the upper echelon of that conference. But they are currently an independent seeking to become a Power 5. They have Power 5 elements scattered all over the place. All the criteria is Power 5-ish. But until you're in a Power 5, you're not a Power 5. Therefore, you can't say, we're the, we're the sixth conference. Other people have to say you're the sixth power conference. Power 6. Power 6. Does the Pac-12 <laughs> think you're one of the Power 6? Does the Big 10, ACC, they kind of matter? Is that a new thing on our show now, the P6? <laughs> well, uh, BYU's playing a P6 team in Cincinnati in November. And East That's Carolina. You can, you can say what you want. It doesn't necessarily carry weight, though. <laughs> Brought to you by Brady Industries Clean Solutions, a tradition for generations. We love big deal, no deal. Our Twitter question today, what's your reaction to reports that Jimmer Fredette will sign to play in China at our greenhouse? Must have been a big paycheck because I thought he would have gone to Europe. But happy for him. He could play just one year in China and then go to Europe. That could, that could happen. The possibilities are endless. <laughs> Up next, a former Cougar and four-time Olympic medalist carries the torch in Rio+. Plus. Where is Brandon Davies playing in Europe next season? We'll update you in the Cougar Whip Around. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Jimmer! According to David Pick on Twitter, Jimmer Fredetta has agreed to sign in China with the Shanghai Sharks. The Sharks are owned by Yao Ming. Cougars overseas. Also, Brandon Davies has signed with AS Monaco in the top French league. Davies spent last year playing in Europe, averaging 13.3 points and 6.5 rebounds a game. Cougars in the NFL. Dennis Pettis sprained his finger in a practice scuffle yesterday. We don't know what scuffle, uh, what happened there. Head coach John Harbaugh says Pitta will be out for a little while. And Riker Matthews sadly was waived by the New Orleans Saints. Matthews injured his knee on the first day of training camp. Volleyball. Sports Illustrated tabs Taylor Sander of USA Volleyball as a young star to watch in the Rio Olympics, saying he could be the key to the U.S. beating Brazil and winning gold. Cougars in the minors. Jacob Bruckman went two for three with an RBI triple and a run scored for the AAA Nashville Sounds. Football. 24-7 Sports released its early, very early, 
2018 recruiting rankings and has BYU at number eight ahead of the likes of Alabama and Ohio State. How much do you read into that? <laughs> it's 2018. None. Also, the preseason AAC media poll has BYU for Cincinnati finishing third in the East Division. Track and field. Of a Power Six conference, no less. Former <laughs> BYU track star and four-time Olympic silver medalist Frank Fredericks carried the Olympic torch yesterday in Brazil. Also, Tatenda Tsumba, who's been on BYU Sports Nation, left yesterday for Rio. He will compete in the 200 for Zimbabwe. Good luck. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets it today, Jerem? Bob Bowlesby does, Spencer. <laughs> the Big 12 commissioner. Can we give it to Jimmer for debt, too? And Jimmer. Yeah, I think Jimmer earns it today. Yeah, well, he's earning a lot of things. Today. Boy, gonna get paid, man! Oh, by the way, someone sent me an eBay link. <laughs> you can get uh, a Yao Ming Shanghai Shark jersey on eBay for eighty dollars right now. Oh, a mere eighty bucks. A mere eighty dollars. We'll check the budget. <laughs> no, we can't. Oh, okay. When will the Jimmer Fredette Shanghai Sharks jersey hit the presses? They, be- they better get going on that right now, man. All be- well. How many BYU fans will order a Shanghai Sharks? Jimmer for that jersey. What BYU fan's going to mail us a Jimmer for that <laughs> Shanghai Shark jersey? For the set. Uh, right? For it, the set. It look great right over there. Make it happen. Our Twitter question today, what's your reaction to reports that Jimmer will sign to play in China at Susan Rasmussen 7 says money, 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 money. There you go. It took a sec to get to the falsetto. Yeah, but it was, it. That was well done. You got it. Our elite <laughs> tweet of the day from at Mellocopter. The Great Wall can repel marauding Huns, but it can't keep out Jimmer mania. Now all of China knows you're <laughs> here, Jimmer. Well, my favorite opening scene from uh, Mulan. Let's get down to business. Donny Osmond. To defeat. Another pseudo-BYU connection. Hey, thanks to Michael Smith. No, not the former BYU guy. And everyone on our crew. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. The audio podcast, as always, on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jerem Jordan, Channing Tatum's stunt double, I am Spencer Linton. Shout out to Francis Magleby, BYU Sports Station. We're back to work tomorrow at roughly noon Eastern. Dude, three days until fall camp. Three days, baby. Football!